Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. We are back at it again with yet another isolation ramble. And this week, we catch up on all the latest, including the new Mariners jerseys, how things are shaping up at Central Coast United, and how things are looking for the first few rounds of the season at the Mariners. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke, Josh, Jimmy, and Morrow. Lads, 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 lads. How are we? How you doing, Mariners? Last time. Hello. How did you do? Things are going well. Things are going well. We are all absolutely sensational as always. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that's the mood amongst the camp at the moment, isn't it? Possibly a bit more nutty than normal, if that's possible, uh, being in this continued <laughs> lockdown. But anyway. <laughs> there is light at the end of the tunnel. We have been promised that there is light at the end of the tunnel anyway. Uh, we'll see how that plays out over the next couple of weeks. Watch out for trains. <laughs> Oh, I apologise if you hear my kids in the background too. No need to apologise at all, mate. No need. But uh, let's uh, let's dive in with uh, Fred's question this week. Fred asked us, "Can you please leave me alone? I'm working." Uh, so as a result, we went to Fred's wife Beck, and Beck this week asks, "The new A League logo. Can you guys give us some critique, please?" And I think this is going to take up some time. Beck, also known as the uh, the better one out of the relationship. Oh, she's definitely the better one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we like Beck better. <laughs> Sorry, Fred. I mean, yeah, we love you, but yeah, Beck, yeah, is yeah. far better. Yeah. <laughs> um, new logo. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't know like way to put it. There's a lot to unpack here, and is there I, though? I, I feel like that's the problem. <laughs> I, I mean, in the sense that we've now seen, you know, at least a dozen other companies that. Uh, that have similar or pretty much the same logo. And speaking of which, there was an article in the SMH earlier today from Don Bossi uh, that touched on or actually interviewed one of the companies in particular, Adelaide uh, Adelaide Building Constructions or Adelaide Constructions there, um, who, well, their original logo that they uh, they released about 12 months ago is exactly the same. It's not, it's yeah, not, it's not exactly the same. Oh, it's, it's not. It's exactly <laughs> the same. What do you mean? It's not, it's not even like it's the look, exact look at the same. top. Look even... at the top of the A. It's different. Oh, there's there's a slight oh. two degree difference in the angle of the of the slashes no, there. Or... The top of the A has a cut off on the A League one. But hang on, can you really copyright a full stop followed by a backslash? Yeah, you no, can trademark it. I I like simple logos, but that is too simple. That's <laughs> like the village idiot of village idiots. <laughs> yeah, that's so simple. It's just not funny. That's about, isn't it? Isn't it like I'm not obviously not a marketing genius, but isn't it about brand recognition? Like if, if you if you show that to somebody who has no idea what the A League is, do you think that they're gonna join the dots and say, Oh, that's the A League logo? Like if, if you look at the if you look at the NRL logo, you know that's for the NRL. If you look at the AFL logo, you know it's that. If you know it's the cricket logo, that's what you know it is. No one on the outside is gonna know that that's the A League logo. Unless they see it somewhere and they spend a lot more on marketing than what they are right now. But I don't think it's going to resonate with many normies. They're simple and they're simple that looks cheap and not much effort has gone into it. Mm. And I tend to think that 
that uh, maybe it's just that I'm the old bloke in this room and it's all modern and amazing and it's just my ancientness that makes me think that it's uh, average and uh, nothing and uh, somebody whipped it up in the last 10 seconds before they put out that media release. Um, I'll give one positive piece of feedback. The, the, when you put a dot and a backslash in front of the word league with a capital L, then what you then have looks kind of okay. So I'd probably say that that as a logo all-inclusive might have uh, felt less cheap and nasty, but, um, but yeah, it just feels a bit cheap. And uh, um, tell me, boys, that um, I'm right in thinking that similar to the last A-League logo, they're not going to put that hot pink with the purple on it on our shirt. I think it... Correct me if I'm wrong, but something I saw from earlier looks like it might be white on our shirt. I hope so, because otherwise that is the, like, last week I was super stoked about some fantastic looking shirts and then I saw that and I'd have to mute myself to actually tell you what I thought at that time. One good thing I do like about the logo, which I also liked about the last logo, is you can utilise it in so many different ways with colors like it's you could you know use it as a silhouette you know exactly what it is however it is still too simple do you think it's something that um that will grow on you i guess so to speak i hope so yeah <laughs> same I think, yeah. i'll tell you what it makes uh painting that easy <laughs> if we ever need to replicate it you know i can get uh my three-year-old son to do it we'll do it <laughs> We're doing A League only tifos now. No, no more Central Coast or Yellow Army yeah, tifos. Yeah. Only A League tifos. Yeah, we are all painting. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I did like that. A finger paint. Yeah, you just you just go bang with your finger and then go eh, and then you're done. That, yeah. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's who designed it. Maybe. And it's it's also it's also interesting too on the on the Melbourne City kits that it's gold. So I wonder if I wonder if I wonder if that was a club decision to put it on because they're champions, or that's sort of a, a league-wide thing that if you're champions, it's going to be gold because it looks. And I mean, when I say gold, it looks like the baby poo brown from Newcastle. So. Well, that's a good segue, actually, isn't it? Because surely then, on that basis, Melbourne Victory are going to have brown, and uh, that that leads me into. Um, I did make a suggestion in our group as to I like that whole A in front of the league thing. And, uh, you know, the poo emoticon is perfect. If you put that, if you put the word league with capital L afterwards. (laughs) Is that why uh, Melbourne City couldn't release their kits? Because I did see that there was an A-League club that did a um, kit release Mm. but had the new logo on it. Yeah, City leaked it. Caught onto it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, They they leaked it, and then and then they they uh, sort of released their new kits with or the mock up of the kits with the sort of spray paint over where the logo would be, sort of thing as well. After the fact, but that already you know the damage was done by that point. Well, let's be honest, they do own the league, don't they? (laughs) (laughs) And which is why I guess when we when we released our kits, it looked a bit odd because you had the Paladin logo in the middle, our logo on the left if you're wearing it mm. and then there's obviously the clear gap there where the league logo would be and like i'm looking at the picture of our jerseys now and a white version of that logo there i think will look fine mm. but in terms of an actual league logo i'm still not sure yet 
What about the uh, stuff that went with it, the rebranding, um, the the concept of, um, uh, you know, branding all of the three leagues, the W League, the Y League and the A League under the A Leagues? Um, I, I just wonder, tell me if I'm wrong, whether actually that um, kind of diminishes our attempt to equalise here by uh, pushing the W League in underneath what has already been yeah. the... The, the the branding for football for the men for many years and sort of moves. I, I wonder if that's counterproductive. What do, what do we think about that? I agree. I think W League and Y League should have been kept separate as a, as a name, as a brand. Particularly yeah, the W League because, you know, we're trying to, um, you know, raise the profile <laughs> of women's football. We've got the World Cup coming Um mm. I don't really understand why we sort of push the W League into almost obscurity by putting it underneath the brand that apparently was the original A League brand. You don't really see it in any other leagues in the world. I mean, first one that comes to mind is is the English Premier League, where you've got the English Premier League, and then I think the women's is the Women's Super League, isn't it? Yeah, and, yeah. and they I do it differently in the US, don't they? Like differently they, in the US as well, yep, yep. Yeah. I think the W League has much bigger problems than a rebranding. There's no full <laughs> home and away season. Not all clubs are represented. You've got the mm. best players leaving for Europe and most likely not going to come back because they can earn more money and they're not going to come back right now while we've got all these restrictions around quarantine and all those sorts of things. They have much bigger issues than a rebranding. But I don't I don't really care to be honest, because it doesn't like it doesn't affect me. I'm I'm it's yeah, it's 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 a bit of a nothing. I don't know. It's just a bit nothing to me. Like it's. I feel yeah. like it's APL trying to put their foot down or make the you no know, put their stamp on the new product. Yeah, and like you know, I'm I'm all for inclusivity and all that, and you know, I'm sure we all are. But I I tend to agree with you, Moz, that I I didn't have I didn't have an issue with it being branded on its own as a W League. Let's make the league strong enough on its own to stand on its own with its own branding. And be able to put it in front of the A-League instead of, um, you know, almost sort of putting it underneath the A-League, which I, that's that bit that sort of bothered me. In the last pod, I think I was talking about how uh, we will increase the number of fans that come through the gate because there will be fans who are not interested in the A-League team but are interested in the W-League team, and we want that. We want that additional audience, but I'm not sure that this necessarily heads in that direction although maybe it's uh it's it's better to uh, leave it in obscurity if we're not doing things as well as we should be as you were just describing Boise yeah I, I think it'll get lost in the wash now that it's essentially called the same thing as the men's game I think it'll it'll just get it'll, yeah it'll just it'll just get lost underneath it and yeah like I said they, they've got much bigger issues which they don't appear to be doing that much about so on the radio, how are they going to um, say the A-League and the W-League both play overnight? How are they going to reference to a result, say, from the W-League? So um, I might say Newcastle well, and Melbourne City played last night as one all drawn in the A-League. Well, let's what say A-League, A-League women's, I guess. Yeah. That's you know, how it's called the W-League. It's better branding. Yeah. 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 I agree. A cynical person might think that a an Emirati shake um, didn't want to um, uh, keep women in the limelight. I'll just leave that there. <laughs> Did you watch Four Corners, Moss? You've been brainwashed. <laughs> of course I have. 
<laughs> I think we've all been aware of some of the stuff around that for some time, but when you think hard about what it means in it's, I, I'm not so perturbed about the CFG part of it, but uh, it does, it is an interesting concept when you consider that we don't still, I think, know who owns Adelaide and, uh, and yet Adelaide presumably have a good seat at the table um, at the APL. And so who is making those decisions? Um, is that someone that we like? Is that somebody who has our best um, uh, future in mind? Um, it's, a, it's a big question, not one for us to sort of drone on, you know, forever about this, but on this, but uh, yeah, it is there, Boise. And yes, I am brainwashed. I think when you look across the league, Charlesworth is probably the owner with the least questionable background or history. So I think that's a win. The most sort of normality, I guess. Yeah. 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 You've got, you know, you've got, <laughs> if you can call it that. <laughs> you've, got Sydney, you've got Sydney with a dodgy Russian. You've got the Wanderers with a dodgy property developer. Uh, Brisbane um, with the backeries. Brisbane with the backeries. Surely Perth. Perth with a dodgy minor guy. Um, <laughs> He's all right. Uh, Newcastle are owned by three other clubs. Um, <laughs> Adelaide, we, we don't know. Yeah, Adelaide's mystery benefactor. Yeah. CFG is obvious. Um Melbourne City, that is CFG. Melbourne Victory. I don't know who owns Melbourne Victory. Just a bunch of random Melbourne <laughs> businessmen. I don't know. All the fans uh, who bought the shares in the share issue, boys. There must be yeah, thousands, yeah. Of them. thousands of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, MacArthur, uh, I actually don't know. Who? Who? Yeah. Who? Western yeah. United. MacArthur Rams, isn't it? Western oh. United, South Melbourne, <laughs> FC Hellers, or whatever they're going to be called this season, wherever they end up. Oh. Um, Man, I hate that club. Oh, I hate that club so same, much. Same, same, so, so much. They, you know what they should have done? They should have rebranded the A-League to A-Liga, which is how Santiago oh. uh, Diamante yes. used to pronounce it every single time. Yes. It should have been A-Liga. Yeah, absolutely. A-Liga, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then the B-Liga when we finally get to a national second division. A-Liga, <laughs> yeah. yeah. B-Liga. No, it, it'll be A-League second division. Uh, <laughs> I think to your original yeah. point, though, Boise. AL2. AL2. I think to your original point, though, Boise, you're probably right about um, who has the lesser of the evils in the ownership stakes. Even though he is persistently referred to as um, an Englishman, Mike Charlesworth, I think you'll find that he has Australian citizenship. So if you ask him, he would say that he's an Australian. Um, and so that's possibly. Um, Why don't you just text him then? <laughs> he's told me this before. I'm in mean, no doubt about what he would say. He's, he would say he's an Australian, and he would he would not understand why we all refer to him as an Englishman. Um, not not something that I would converse too much with him about. What but... would you say Simon Hill is? Oh, he's an Aussie. He's Through an Aussie with an English accent. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, just well, a beautiful same. voice for for football commentary. Yeah, if you go there, Monty, Aussie as Aussie, Aussie as exactly Coasty, mate. <laughs> There's nothing screams Aussie accent like a Sheffield one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that lovely northern twang. Yeah, exactly right. Who's got the bird? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I unmuted for one second and the bird's oh, out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You got the bird, yeah. <laughs> oh, timing, timing. So in and out, Shell, New Ailey logo, pretty average, uh, rebrand, bad call. Well, let's hope it's going to grow on us. And when it does grow on us, it's not going to be like a, you know, I don't know, squamous cell carcinoma. 
Well, this is this is the other thing here because in in Don Bossy's article today as well, um, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out over the next couple of weeks at, at least um, because the uh, the owner of that Adelaide uh, building um, firm hasn't ruled out legal action against the A-League for trademark infringement. Could you imagine if they have to do it in like a... <laughs> I can imagine and I love every second of beautiful. how this could play out. Yeah, That would be peak A-League. Peak A-League, yes, peak yeah. A-League. He's, well, he's had uh, four, four or five lawyers contact him. Contact him, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. So he, he said he, he, he's, he may consider it, so... Isn't there an excellent solution to this, though? When you keep it simple like we have Leave or it. they have on this, then isn't the solution to simply change it so that it is no longer a dot and a backslash, but rather it's a forward slash followed by a dot? <laughs> you can make the dot a football. Well... Mm, there you stop, go. Stop it, Jimmy, with your sense making. What's wrong with <laughs> it's, you? It's Thank average you. with a capital uh, A dot and a slash. Or <laughs> <laughs> we'll give the company free sponsorship and just just have like yeah, have like oh, a logo. There, yeah, we haven't we have haven't the logo found logo yes. like building and consulting or whatever. Maybe they're the Adelaide owners. Oh, yeah. Yeah. conspiracy. I like mm. it. But this this could play out well, actually, boys. So that's a really good point because we still haven't found a, a naming rights sponsor since I left left the fray there. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got like nine nine hundred and fifty two followers on Facebook. What can go wrong? Well, I think uh, when I first looked at them the other day, they only had about five hundred. So that's jumped. That's nice. jumped big time. Yeah, A League free marketing. Nearly fifty percent growth. Growth, baby. Like, that's what we want. So you're yeah. saying it's A-League's men, Adelaide business construction. It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That's, uh, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> you're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Alrighty, of course, moving on to all things Central Coast Mariners related. Uh, last couple of weeks, we saw the launch of our new jerseys and my oh my are they sexy new oh, a-league you got new a-league logo bad our new kids good, good. very yeah. good i saw them um so we did mariners tv obviously with the with the kit launch the other week and i saw them just before we went live and um i really struggled to sort of contain my excitement they um yeah, I've been crying out for that sort of Boca Juniors style kit for the last few years now, and boy, Paladin have delivered in a big way. I like the the sort of like the slight pattern through the jerseys. It's not just a plain yellow or plain blue or a plain white for the third kit. And I think the best thing about it is that the the sponsor works. It it, it almost makes the jersey better, whereas mm-hmm. there's a there's a few. I think it was uh, maybe the Wonder or oh, the Newcastle kit. Actually, the the sponsor for I think it is their front of shirt Inspiration Paints. Inspirations Paints. Yep. Yeah. Um, that looks horrible. It doesn't work on because you've got the baby poo brown and then you've got this big blue bloody thing right in the middle, and it just looks not good. Whereas I think ours ours look quality. Like them. I'd go so far as to say that that's one of our best efforts ever. And uh, it's not only a great effort, but there's, a, there's all little bits of, you know, or cues in there that, um, you know, for instance, there's, there's just a, a tinge of um, Hummel history there. Um, nothing the same, but just, you know, a little reminder there. 
Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, it just looks uh, fantastic. And as Sean revealed, a uh, nice little detail there along the trim at the mm -hmm. bottom. And uh, th th that makes, you know, that's what connects fans with their club. And uh, so my wife, Melissa, she says, um, oh, so what? Now you have to buy all three of them. And I'm like, well, I think actually that's what we want our club to be doing. And uh, yeah. and I'm not talking about fleecing our pockets, but, you know, connecting us and engaging us and, um, and uh, making us want them because you're damn right I want all three. Yeah, for yeah. the first time since 2010 or 2011, I think it was, I'm actually going to buy both kits or both home and away, maybe the third. Yeah, but, uh, I'm going It's been all a long three. time coming. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, first time I'm buying all three. Um, and and I'll, if the keeper's kit's quality too, I'll probably get that as well, you know. Um, but, yeah, as, as you say, Moz, those little details that Sean uh, mentioned there as well with the quote from Monty on the trim there, you play your heart out for the um, crest on the front and they'll never forget the name on the back. I love that. Um, and there's a lot of uh, really, really cool uh, details that are going to be released about it uh, that haven't been announced just yet, uh, but uh, keep an ear out over the next few weeks because there's a few little sort of intricacies there as well. I think, I think sort of the other thing to mention too is that when it was released, I think a lot of people probably freaked out initially when master foods weren't on the front and but I, I think it's a good it's a good move from the club it seems to be good business that we've held on to master foods and i mean who wouldn't be happy with all of the exposure that the you know the three giants hospitals get you well, know, from like memory second. master foods weren't to you know they didn't really care if they had front of shirt or not and that's been yep. going on for the last couple of seasons yeah yep. yeah yeah so i think it's really good that we've 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 essentially got a new front of shirt for our home kit and also held on to a really long-term sponsor. So mm, Quality people there, mate, as well. I've, I've met um, Mark yeah. Fazio, the, the GM, a few times, and he's an absolute legend of a bloke. And the sponsorship on the front of the jersey, most importantly from a fan's perspective, looks sick. Yeah, love it. And it's and it's sort of representative of um, a few things around the club where we're, we're just having to think hard, uh, harder than I think we have uh, in recent years about our history. And so I uh, heard uh, Sean talking some in our most recent pod when I re-listened bizarrely and uh, uh, just talking about the idea of our first W League signing and the importance of that and the comparison there to the Damian Brown thing. And um, most of the people in this room have been around since the get-go and all of that stuff is, you know, that's proud history that um, should never be forgotten and should always be respected and, and always, um, you know, brought forward and uh, exposed in various different ways. So, so yeah, fair play to the club. They are thinking hard about how to keep us engaged at a time when it's difficult to engage with your fans. Of course, the last couple of weeks as well has seen the release of the first few rounds of the upcoming season's draw uh, was done to, I guess, a little fanfare, of course, with everything that's going on, the, the very fluid sort of pandemic situation that uh, we find ourselves in. But, uh, of course, round one, we see ourselves uh, travelling up to McDonald Jones Stadium for uh, for an F3 derby. I hate it. Yeah, I was just about to say, I don't like derbies round one. I never like opening the season with our biggest derby game. But you know why they do it, though. No, I don't. It's shit. And then the you've got numbers. Say, 4 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. It's shit. Crowd yeah, numbers right. and interest. They usually put gonna be, some big probably going to be 40 fun. degrees, too. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> well, is it going to be El Nino or La Nina? Uh, we're La Nina at the moment, I think. Well, yeah, well, last year was, but it's 50-50 this year. I don't like, know because I'm normal. 
<laughs> the quality of the A-League was much better last year because of La Lina. Yeah. And, you know, it was and better away days. And um, so hopefully we get it again. And it also mm. means less bushfires. So fingers mm. crossed for that. Mm. Mm. But yeah, let's, let's not revert to that. The bushfires are so 2020. Um, of course, round two. We play host to the Wellington Phoenix, uh, yet to be determined as to where that one will be held. No Sydney Oval. Uh, we'll come. We'll, we'll we'll circle back to this in a bit. I think. Yeah, we'll, okay. we won't dive into it too far just yet. Round three, we travel down to Macarthur. Yay! Yay! Another Sunday four o'clock kickoff in Campbelltown. Everyone's sitting there shaking their heads at the moment. Silence speaks Fuck volumes. That club in particular. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Sunday the 12th. We've got a few Sunday games in the first few rounds. Jeez. Um, Sunday the 12th, we play host to Sydney FC. Uh, Saturday the 18th, hosting the Wanderers at 5 o'clock. Monday the 27th, uh, which is the final round that's been released at this point in time. Uh, we travel to Wellington Phoenix, wherever they'll be playing at this point in time. Looks like they might have to base themselves out of New South Wales, at least for the first few rounds of the season. The whole draw is just a cluster, you know what, trying not to swear. Um, I mean, we've only got, what, the first six rounds confirmed. We don't have our home games confirmed. Wellington hasn't got where they're going to play confirmed. It's going to be in New South Wales, but they haven't confirmed where. Um, it's going to be based off a conference style sort of a system because of all the travel restrictions. So it's going to be, you know, we obviously don't leave state in the first of six rounds. And I think they're going to have, I dare say they might have maybe Adelaide, maybe in a bubble in Melbourne, and they're going to rotate between those. So I haven't sort of looked at all the games yet, but it's, it's just all it's a it's a mess because of everything that's sort of happening. So that's yeah, I think the biggest probably thing to say that is obviously where we're gonna play and where Wellington are gonna play. But the draw as usual with the A League, whether it's in COVID or not in COVID, it's just it's a mess and it's all over the shop. We'll be at home. It'll be sorted this week. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident we'll, we'll be at home, but um, let's let's touch on that, of course. We have had a lot of fan questions that have come in, particularly from uh, Shipwreck on the CCM Fans Forum, Andrew Thurban on Facebook. Uh, there was a few others there for him, Phoenix as well. I'm sorry, we will circle back and, and make sure that we, uh, that we cover off everything for you there. Um, of course, as part of the draw that uh, that came out over the last couple of weeks, we've we've seen that our our home games have been listed as as TBC. Uh, the club did release a, a very brief statement on the website about that one, um, basically saying that um, with a venue hire agreement hasn't been finalised by Central Coast Council and uh, until such time as it has been done, they'll be making no further comments. Um, yeah. What do you reckon, guys? How good's the council? Lovely council. I imagine that um, it's all the Mariners' fault. The Mariners have, you know, failed to, I don't know, book in the ground or who knows. Of course it's one, the Mariners' fault. One 11 t, 11 t billion debt, Mariners' fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolute idiocy. It could have been sorted uh, this week. So you'll yeah. see the um, you'll see the uh, leasing sorted next week, I think. Well, I hope they do a better job with releasing that uh, than they did with releasing the inquiry that they've been uh, trying to have for why it is that we're in bajillion dollars debt. And I think there was a state government thing, though, but they're all... They're all fucked up anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, this this lease, uh, the the venue hire agreement, to my knowledge, has been kicking on since sort of early last year, um, when the council at the time, from my memory, um, 
committed to or, or at least verbally committed to working with the Mariners to ensure that we have a long-term venue hire agreement for five to ten years. And since then, three-fifths of fuck all has been done. Well, oh, they have managed to figure out a way to bring in their own original staff in a new way so that they can... Oh, uh, don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I've got a bit of an explanation for where all of that money that they are spending has gone because I did have a visit from one of their rangers recently and he was dressed like a SWAT policeman and with a body cam on and stepped back off my veranda and said, I just want to let you know that I'm recording this interaction today. What? Uh, what was he there for? Oh, I... You've been, you've been naughty again, Moz. Mate, I... I, I don't want to tell you because I still have to interact with the council, but, um, <laughs> right. but, it, but if That's I'm right. honest, but if I'm honest, then those interactions have not made me feel better about the fact that my rates have gone up or that my football <laughs> team doesn't have a home um, ground locked in. It's, it really is idiocy and it's, it's, it's beyond idiocy to be honest. There's just no words for it. Mm. Mm, yeah, I mean, obviously the the club are pretty limited in uh, as to what they can say. They're still in negotiations with the council in terms of the management rights, um, or they're they're in the tender process anyway. So um, they can't. They're they're pretty limited. They can't really go out and, and say this is the council's fault if they're if they're negotiating those uh, or, or as uh, going into that tender there. So. Well, yeah. you'd have to think that they, if they, if the club is unable to speak about it, then there's a reason for that, and we all know what the reason is because it's difficult for them to say anything positive about it. And similar mm. to me, they don't want to say anything about it because they've got things outstanding with the council, and mm. and uh, fair play to them because I'm in the same boat, and this is the boat that we're stuck in. That um, you know we don't get to choose our council. Well, we do, but uh, <laughs> we, we know how that works. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it's sad more than anything. North Shore Oval glory days. <laughs> North Sydney Oval, the Bob yeah. Stand. Yeah. <laughs> the stand was good, but I can't think of another thing that was good about it. Although that night that um, Charlesworth actually came into the away bay and everyone chanted at him, that was good. <laughs> oh, was that the was that the night that we were holding up the banner with Charlesworth out and the cops came yeah. and took it down and there was some afters. That was and- the. That was- <laughs> That was a Wellington game, wasn't it? And our now Premier. It was victory. It was victory. And our now Premier was there as a guest. Oh, was she just? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that was um that was a mess of a night. <laughs> Hopefully we don't have to go through that sort of thing again. But as Jimmy says, pretty confident that it will all be sorted out uh, in time for the season to kick off there. But hopefully we get some more news soon. Hopefully Council can actually pull their finger out and do something useful for once. Fair play. I will praise them uh, if they do something intelligent, but I don't think it's very likely that I'll be oh, praising anybody. Hold, yeah, don't hold your breath. <laughs> really quickly, uh, just uh, circling back, of course, to Central Coast Mariners. Haven't had any confirmation from the club, but here's a wild rumour for you. Uh, Dan Bauman's agent on Instagram uh, in the last couple of weeks posted a photo of Bauman in his Mariners playing gear uh, from last season, of course, saying uh, shaping up for a big season in, in 21-22. Um, no announcement and nothing that I've heard whether or not he's actually staying. But uh, would you lads want to keep him on? I don't. I don't really have an issue with it. But I, he may struggle to get some game time with the new signings that we've got, based off what we saw last season. I, I don't think. I don't think he's a bad footballer, but he maybe didn't show that he's exactly a great one either. With um, some of the performances that he put in, came up with some good assists. Showed some signs that um, that 
he was sort of good enough, but probably the consistency was the issue in the end, I think. Yeah, yeah, consistency was uh, the biggest thing I was going to say there. When he did deliver, he delivered in spades. He's, yeah, as you say, a couple of fantastic assists. One for, one in particular, six in the memory, was one for Qual. There was another one where he megsed, uh, who was a victory player that he megsed on the touchline and, and clipped around and set up someone else for another goal against victory. Um, showed, yeah, really fleeting moments of promise there. Um, I'd, I'd be happy to have him there, but if he can de- deliver consistency um, and he's only young, you know, that, that, that'll that come. So, I'm sort of like, I don't mind if he stays. Like he, like he just said, he showed glimpses, but I wouldn't be like overly sad if he did move on. What I like about it is that uh, what a world we're in, Boise, where a bloke who um, got plenty of game time last year uh, might struggle to find his way into our team this year. Um, I think it's fantastic yeah. that that depth could be there. It, it suggests that um, we probably haven't paid him marquee wages uh, to be here um, again, if that is the case. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm happy to have him back in the squad and um, hopefully he can do a bit better this year because, you know, often, especially younger players, and he still is that, um, you know, take their time to, to get some consistency. So second year in uh, the A-League, uh, uh, just good chance that he could possibly show that. Um, maybe there's something in Monty's coaching style that can uh, help him with that. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the idea that all of a sudden we're looking at our team and, and saying, well, yeah, how does he find his way into that? You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Look at this. Look at this. Look at it. 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 Moving on to Central Coast United, of course, uh, looking ahead to the upcoming, what is it now? Football New South Wales League 2. I think they've rebranded the NPL 3 competition. Uh, Isn't it the A-League New South Wales uh, League 2? <laughs> is the the Adelaide, Adelaide building oh. South A-League, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm presuming, that, I'm presuming that next year I'm going to be playing for the A-League uh, over 35s so and Gosford City <laughs> Gunners. It's a long name, but yeah. You'll get there. <laughs> uh, the A-League's plural over 35s. <laughs> the A-League Sorry. Masters. My bad. The Masters, yes. We should have a Masters. More disasters. But... I, think, I think we should come back to this and explore this opportunity further, actually. I think this is Please. a brilliant idea. Could you imagine, like, Nick Merger running around? Oh, like, Stewie Petrie, sign him up. Yes, yes, please. Just the entire season one Mario squad is the A-League's Masters. <laughs> So, of course, with uh, with Central Coast United, squad is starting to shape up quite nicely. They've made a few announcements over the last few days. Of course, Captain Daniel McFarlane, the Scottish Pirlo, uh, returns for another season at the Pirates, as well as Tommy Lyons, Josh Swadling, Jack O'Malley, and Cade Marpu, uh, all being announced so far for the Pirates. Pretty, uh, pretty exciting to see how this shapes up. And, of course, there has been a change at the helm with uh, Wayne O'Sullivan, uh, coming in to replace Stu Davis. Uh, Stu moving upstairs into a technical director role um, with uh, Sully uh, now leading the charge at the Pirates. I miss NPL. Same. I miss Plume so much. Yeah, I miss Plume. Agree. Even the cold would be nice now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to get back. Um, even if it's not Plume, even if it's Seymour Shaw watching Sutherland Sharks and Blacktown, I don't care. Um, I, yeah, I just want NPL footy back. 
I think it's any footy actually, other than what's on te- television. Actual yeah, live football at any place at any time. Even you know, ten blokes in the park kicking the ball around to be entertaining right now. Yeah. Oh, mate, what I wouldn't give to watch. Yeah, Gosford over thirty fives gunners <laughs> going well, around. A lot of quality right there. To... <laughs> it's not just the watching as well, because you can always watch football. It's the uh, yelling at them. You know, it's <laughs> yes. the interacting. The interaction. The abuse. Yeah. The abuse. Like. Yeah. Abuse anyone else at home, like yeah, like if you just went out in public and started abusing people, you know they'd lock you up. But if you're at a football match, you know, you've got game. you've got a reason. <laughs> it's not from a football until you hear someone yell at a player. You're yeah, right. yeah. So when you awesome. find when you find your target at Plume, yeah, yeah, it's oh, oh, yeah. It's, it's a magical moment. Mm. It's usually the right back in front of the gooses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I reckon the players miss that kind of stuff from us as well. They would want to be out there copying that crap from us, surely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully, fingers crossed once again, we can open up in the next couple of weeks. MPL season, I think, kicks off, what is it, February, March, it normally kicks off. Um, so well, it's not all too far away, I guess. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. I love you, no homo. It is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions, and we've got a few of them this week. Thank you all so much um, for all your questions submitted across the socials this week, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I forgot to put a tweet up. That's my bad. Uh, but we did get a lot on the CCMG oh, and Forums. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, well, you know, yeah, uh, that's a cha-ching. Um, <laughs> excellent. First one this week, of course, from Facebook, Dave Bloom, in the words of the enigma that is Bruce Buffer. And now it's time. Would you rather have jets tattooed on your forehead or pee your pants every hour on the hour and have no capability of hiding or changing your pants? And he has specifically called out you, Moz, saying that you can't change the, uh, the details of this one. Disappointing because um, I've got a few variations that I think could have been okay there. Um, but um, I'm going to start out by saying that, okay, I'm all right with having uh, jets tattooed on my forehead just after someone severs my head from my body. <laughs> um, or the change was going to be that I would consider having that jets tattoo in a location similar to the place from where that pee might come. Not far away, anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't change it. You got to choose one. What is it? On my forehead, when my head is not attached to my body, <laughs> over my dead body. That's well, that's that's true. Yeah, you could get FFT. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Um, put in put in front of it. Yeah, perfect, Jim. Actually, yeah. yeah. If 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 that's the caveat that we can put on it, I know <laughs> what I'm choosing. I'm pissing my pants. Screw that. Yeah, <laughs> if, if we can't if we can't put if we can't put fuck that in front of it, then yeah, definitely piss in my pants. It, you ain't cool. You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Exactly. exactly, Billy Madison. He told us all those years ago. All right, <laughs> stick, stick to it. So it's not now, Boise, that you're peeing your pants. It's it's the answer to the question. Just checking. Uh, I mean, maybe. Surely you're at the age where that's almost an issue. <laughs> well, that's where I went before when I left. <laughs> I knew it. oh very good Cameron Oxley on Facebook this week asks any signings in the pipeline like anyone 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 Bueller Uh, he says he will take Rue at this stage and uh, Cameron be careful what you wish for you could live to Rue that uh, 
that um, decision or that uh, that Stop it, Pete. Question. Yes, I'm, Stop I'm it. not even sorry. <laughs> There's an attacking visa player on the way. That's right. Yes, so we'll see. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, an announcement in the in the next few weeks. Hopefully, the visa and everything goes through and. No dramas there. Um, Andrew Thurban, why don't we have a home ground and will we be... Well, this is interesting. Will we be refunded for the games that have to be moved? Uh, assuming that we have to move any, I don't think we will. She'll be right. I like your positivity tonight, Jim. You've changed. <laughs> I'm holding a six-week-year-old daughter. Yeah, it, I, is, I pretty, it, keep, is, pretty, uh, it is pretty cute. It's very cute. On, on your on your Zoom at the moment. Yeah. It's not, I'll tell you what, the smell is not cute. <laughs> I was going to say that. A bit about your fanning your nose was not yeah. that cute a minute ago. But her hair smells lovely on the top of her head because we washed her last night, but at the other end, it's not pleasant. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, it looks cute. It looks cute. Um, Trent Woods, have the Mariners already started preliminary works on the four-metre-tall bronze statue of Matthew Blake Solomon? I'm happy to field this one. Um, no, they haven't. They've actually changed the plans a little bit. Um, being the Mariners' all-time leading goal scorer and seven-time golden boot winner, Matthew Simon, of course. Uh, the new hotel at uh, the Centre of Excellence will be in the shape of Matthew Simon. <laughs> Can I suggest, if we ever do do a statue that is not just one player, it is a collection of players. Yeah, yeah, I get around that. Hacho is got to be he's got to be pretty high up the list there. You said doo doo. Um, <laughs> uh, can we have like a Simon Suite in the hotel? The Simon sure. Suite, I love that. Yes, Surely. yes, and the the post like the the um the big sort of artwork above the headboard on the bed is got to be him standing over Ziggy Gordon, pointing down at him, yeah, giving him the spray. <laughs> yes. And then oh, on the mate, roof is like a love heart. It's like a love heart on the roof with Matt Simon's picture. Yeah, and, I would know. sleep so well in front of that picture, actually. <laughs> I'm going to see about getting that frame myself. Do you reckon we could call like the Mariner's Bar the Matt Simon Tavern? or Because that, that seems appropriate as well. Yeah, or you can have several different bars, I guess. So if you have, if you have like, uh, if they open an actual pub there, um, you can have the, the Simo Bar, the Hutch Bar. Um, yeah, Paul O'Grady Bar. Oh, the, the stringers, yes. No, that's that's the courtesy bus home. Yeah. The merger dance floor. <laughs> the stringers bus. The, the merger dance floor. The merger is a cubicle in the toilet. <laughs> it's, a it's got a special little mirror. You can flip it down. <laughs> Credit cards at the ready. Let's uh, let's let's um, yeah, start drawing up some plans for this. Actually, I think very good. Ryan Bryce, uh, what is going on with our home matches at a TBC? Uh, we have touched on that, Ryan. Hopefully, we've answered your question there. Um, Dylan Payne, thoughts on some of the young talent that's leaving for the NPL uh, teams? Players like Jordan Smiley, and he's also mentioned Louis Corey, uh, who I hadn't heard whether um, or what was happening with him at this point, but we can definitely talk about Smiley. Um, obviously, we saw during the week Jordan Smiley has left to uh, play at Blacktown. No issues. Go and get game time, although mm-hmm. they can't play at the moment. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, like you said, I haven't heard about Curry either, but if Smiley and Curry want to leave and go and get some game time and, you know, the option there is there for them to come back, um, if, they go there and, if they go there and play well, then I'm all for it. And if it... If it frees up a space um, in our squad to, you know, potentially get somebody in in a position that we need, like off the top of my head, probably a right back, maybe. Um, you know, I think I think we're we're probably going to be okay for attacking players this season, and I guess Smiley needs to weigh up 
the reality of how much game time he's actually going to get and where he is in the pecking how, order. How old is he? Sorry. Uh, he's 21 or yeah. 21 this year. Right. So he couldn't have gone and played in the academy? Uh, yeah, he could have. Um, and he was also on a scholarship this year, I believe. But, I mean, wh- weighing it up, as, as Boise said, game time is a big thing. He's going to get bulk minutes at, at, oh, uh, at Blacktown. Um, qual- more and- quality games too in MPL 1 than MPL 2. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. And also... Um, the money, the money on offer, because he's got a decent, pretty, a pretty decent cadetship um, at a firm in the city, I believe. Um, but also, Blacktown, they don't pay peanuts. Like a lot of their players are on a, on a decent living wage. Are you saying that they pay more than petrol money? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the only thing is, is if he does turn out to be a good player, then we don't really have first say on him anymore. Then, or, or do we? Because he, well, he's a he's always been a big fan of the club, always growing we, up as well. Didn't so we think, leave the door ajar when we made that announcement? In fact, we yeah. said in the announcement that um, he's going to get more game time and uh, hopefully return. return. Yeah. So that suggests that, like, why say that if there's absolutely no substance to it at all? So mm. um, I would like to think that, that that there is that maybe not so much an option as that the door's still open in either direction. If he goes down there and lights um, lights the league up, and there, there's a there's a number of um, ex Mariners players down there, Matthew Lewis, uh, Mario Chabot, who actually has been setting the league on fire down there. To be honest, I think he's showing he's, his potential, isn't he's he? Showing he his is. Potential. He's got, he always had potential, didn't he? It's it's a long game I play. It's similar to Melbourne Victory finishing below us on the table. Could take another ten years yeah. before it comes good, but I'm getting there. Potential. <laughs> yeah, in, in a nutshell, I think yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a great move for him. Hopefully, he gets some experience and uh, and one day comes back a better player. Um, we'll, we'll see how it pl- plays out over the next couple of years. Um, Bradley Prisk, another question about the stadium there. Hopefully, we've we've covered that for you there. Alan Clout, any more rumours of mm-hmm. uh, of signings? We have touched on the 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 wild Dan Bauman rumour and uh, the potential new visa player in the attacking third there. Stephen Bolger, here we go. How are we going to p- replace Gianni? Oof. Muller. Muller or not? Muller's an interesting... Uh, I, I don't maybe. see Muller as a six. I don't know. I, I think I think Nizzle... Do you think... I don't know. Do we think Nizzle play more defensive this season? Probably. Yeah, I, I have two words in response to Stephen's question. Yeah, Josh Nisbet. Um, or also uh, Maxi Ballard. And I think that's clearly our intention. They showed a bit of video of Ballard recently, which suggests that they're trying to sort of um, train us to his presence a bit. The DM appreciation post, yeah. Exactly. So I kind of, and I don't mind this idea, but um, at the question directly, I don't know if there is actually a a good answer here because I think I said last time, I I don't think we realised just how much Gianni was delivering, to be honest. So I did. Yeah, well, I know plenty didn't. Yeah, I think that's right, and uh, I hope I'm wronger than 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 that because uh, I just think that he shouldered a lot of the work, and I hope that work can still be done. Um, but he was an absolute machine, and he was. Uh, and I'm not surprised he's talking, you know, uh, Socceroos because I, I don't think he's outside the hunt. Do you think yeah. that's the right choice? I think it's. I I, I don't. If I'm honest, I, I think you know he, he spent so much time with the uh, um, with the New Zealand setup there that um, it's a, it's a bit of a strange one to to switch at this sort of stage. Well, did Graham Arnold ask him to switch? Didn't he? Oh, he must have had a word. Must have had a word. Well, he must be in Graham Arnold's plans then. So hopefully, if Gianni Arnold sticks around, 
Mm, yeah, that's right. Um, well, we've got internationals coming up next week, of course, as we take on, or next week or the week after, uh, as we take on, I think, Oman and Japan. Uh, the Japan game, actually, at a very family-friendly time. I think it kicks off at like 7.45 p.m. here or 9.45 p.m. here, which is uh, nice to be able to watch that one. Love it. Yes. I was thanks. just going to say, if we can't find a DM, Monty can always just sub himself on. <laughs> yeah. Strap the boots on. Yeah. Mm. Hashtag we, floaters. Um, Ferguson. Did actually ask him about that last week. Said, um, you know, do you ever feel like, you know, registering yourself and strapping the boots back on? He says, yeah, you know, I get amongst it in the training sessions to make sure that I lift the quality sort of thing. Uh, so he still fancies himself, obviously. Love it. Love we it. We did see him in a video with a bit of keepy appy and um, doing a decent job, as you could imagine he would too. Yep. Yeah, no, he's, he's still got it. You know, that sort of class is permanent. So very, very good. Uh, in terms of the, well, we got some responses on Instagram today, of course. Uh, JCK Maka, how disappointed were you guys when the big announcement uh, from the A-League was a new logo instead of Dabney Ronaldinho Dos Santos? <laughs> is he the visa? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh mm grandevec uh <laughs> another one yeah what on earth happened to dabney uh still coming we've got a visa play coming you never know never it's must just get your dabs for dabney ready all right <laughs> <laughs> kids double zero one why don't we train at the coe it was talked up regarding upgrades yet most training picks are from plume park plume's a better field yeah, yeah so i was gonna say yeah just not in the ballpark, really. Um, if, well, it is yeah, a ballpark. But not in the ballpark. It's literally yeah. a ballpark. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, <Got> po- <laughs> po- possibly not, since I think ballparks generally generally refer to baseball parks. But yeah, but it's a park where you kick a ball. True. Plume Park. <laughs> but you can, it, it doesn't matter how low you mow Kaikuyu, it'll never be the same. <laughs> oh, someone's been re- researching his grass types. <laughs> Oh, Actually, geez, we were guys... discussing this the other day, weren't we, Moz? Grass. Oh, yeah, yeah, we were. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I, yeah. was, I was weeding the lawn and Moz called me. And I think we just, what did we talk about for like 45 minutes? Broadleaf, mate. You can't get rid of your broadleaf. Can't can't oh, yeah, we've got massive broadleaf issues. I think you guys saw the <laughs> uh, saw the photo that my missus posted. This is gone. Yeah, I spent like half an hour giving her tips. <laughs> this, is, this is fucking great. Welcome, to the, garden. Welcome to the gardening football. We league. need Ivan yeah, Lesesky back. Excuse me, there's a segue there. There's probably plenty of board, uh, broadleaf on that COE pitch. Just yeah. Welcome to the Green Sums podcast. Lawn Porn. Lawn Porn SC. Ivan Lesesky. Is a oh, he loves subscriber it. Subscriber to Lawn Porn. Yeah, he, his he lawn is immaculate mm, and striped. Mm. Love it. Mm, mm. Well, he keeps um, his lawn better than he keeps the gold. So that's ooh, good. Yeah, uh, doing all right at RPF for himself is Ivan. Um, good to see. Uh, but yeah, long story Get short, the, <laughs> <laughs> the surface at Plume is a little bit better than uh, than the COE at the moment. But I think they are between the two. So. Um, yeah, that's in a nutshell. That Brendan Hodges asks, "Is the new fr- <laughs> is the new French bloke any good?" Yes, I don't know. We've- Benny and Cololo um, got it right this week. Got it right. I absolutely butchered it last episode, but uh, I spent the entire two weeks practicing, and uh, here we are. <laughs> I heard he was better than this bloke called Mbappé or something like that. Mbappé. <laughs> yeah, not sure, but you know, we'll find out. I guess. <laughs> Gorgon 80, do you expect we will get fucked over by the council? And if so, where do you think that leaves the club? I love Gorgon 80. 
pulling no punches here. What do you mean get fucked over? We are uh, fucked over already. Uh, 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 we're not a rugby league team called the Bears, so, yeah, we're going to get fucked over. Continuously, endlessly. Mm. Yeah, I think. Look, it's it's uh, it'll sort it'll be sorted out in the next few weeks, hopefully. And um, well, look, considering yeah, the management rights were meant to be sorted back in March, I think, oof, and they yeah. kept deferring them, so we didn't get them, and then created their own um, internal bid team. Yeah, their own management team to then bid for it. Mm. Yeah, we're getting fucked over. We got fucked over months ago. They should have outsourced the rights to managing the council. Hmm. I, I don't. I don't care where the management rights go at this point in time anymore. I just, um, as long as it's not with council. It's the whole we're launching an internal investigation. Oh wait, we did nothing wrong. Look at that. They're doing a worldwide worldwide search. search yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get that joke, that's what the club said when they got uh, Walmsley. Tony. Tony yes. Walmsley. I think he's working. Uh, he's, he's back uh, doing some account management work over in the he UK. Is. Yes. He is. Maybe they should have got him in the council. Yeah. Well, look. <laughs> yep. Yep. What um, can we do about a GoFundMe to um, come up with some? Um, I don't know. Is it six lux or something uh, lighting for Plume? Because somebody uh, got me excited about the idea of being in a crowd with five thousand people. At might Park. be. Might be a bit more than six lux. I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> six thousand lux was it? Yeah, that, plus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so how can we get some 6,000 lux lights, um, you know, come up with uh, a little bit of more uh, stand room than what we have now, and, mm. uh, geez, it would be good, especially when it's limited audiences anyway, you know, 3,000 members only at Plume Park. I don't know how many members we've got, but COVID's probably killed off, not literally, um, a couple of thousand. <laughs> 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 Crazy. Ooh. Crazy. Ooh. Yeah, um, right. This this actually ties in quite nicely. Um, not the COVID deaths, the um the, the stadium scenario there. Um ties in quite nicely to the next question here from Robbie Zaff on uh, on Insta. If we don't play at Central Coast Stadium, what is one stadium you would want to play at and one stadium that you would not want to play at? Um I don't want to play in Newcastle. Those that's that's easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Plume, and I don't want to play at Duffy's Oval. Duffy's. Because <laughs> Duffy's sucks. I want to play at Maury Breen. Maury Breen? Yeah. What about the no, Woi Oval? Nah, the one in Springfield on, on uh, is it Wells oh, the Street? Cricket pitch. Yeah, Ter- yeah. With Terry, the pitch Terry Oval, is it, Pete? Terry Oval, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Want to see us there. <laughs> I've played Absolutely. there. I've played once there in my illustrious, uh, what is it, 20-something year career, and... um. Oh, yeah, I'm glad it was only once. That was an absolute disaster. I reckon Maury Brewing could be a goal. It's a mini stadium. 6,000 lux? <laughs> yeah, they play night games there, televised. I'm, I'm all over it. They rugby league. All which, one's, which one's Maury Breen? Um, The Wong Rugby League Club. Oh, righto. Okay, interesting. One of Boise's neighbours. I think Mariners once played a charity match there against um, Canwell, I think. Yeah, right. Before any A League had been kicked off. Hmm. Interesting. And that uh, Baker Park has a grandstand in Wyong. That's fine. <laughs> if you want grandstands, pitch. look no further than Woi Woi Oval, home of the Woi Woi Roosters. Yes. I was going to say Woi Woi Oval is probably maybe an option. Anyone yeah, been in there? What's the surface there? like? 
But uh, it's in Woi Woi. It's in Woi Woi. So that, that guy, that's against it. Covered covered <laughs> with uh, syringes and uh, glass shards. And yeah, exactly right. Uh, no, yeah, definitely play at Plume. <laughs> play at Plume. Definitely not at McDonald Jones. Over to the ccmfans.net forum. Uh, Shipwreck has a couple of questions for us. Uh, what the actual fuck is going on with the stadium? Uh, what are some realistic alternatives noting COVID? Who has been the standout new signing at training? And what is Monty's likely starting 11 in shape? Uh, the first couple, I think we've probably touched on there. Standout at training. We haven't really, unfortunately, been privileged enough to see um, too much uh, of what's going on at training at the moment. Um, but likely starting 11 in shape. That's an interesting one. Anyone want to have a go? Or what shape are we going? 4-2-3-1? As far as the lineup goes, though, it's it's too hard to pick without seeing training or seeing any games or anything. But, um, you know, we can speculate. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's hard at the moment. Well, on paper, paper... Sorry. On paper... Would uh, I, I'd probably um, I'm doing this off the cuff, of course. Beerers, mm-hmm. um, Tongik, Tongik, Tongik rolls, rolls. Baron. Miller yes. on the right, Miller on the right, mm. on the Noah left, Smith. left, Smith. Smith, on the left. on the left, yep, Niz, and Ollie, there's an Ollie in the middle, Muller, Muller at 10, yep, uh. And Kalolo, did I get that right? Yeah, nailed left. it. You nailed it. And Kayolo on the right. Got up. And then Got maybe up. the V or the Visa, the Visa attacking player might be where Muller goes. That's yeah. Um, Irania up the front, mm-hmm. and um, Maddie Simon to come in and crush some skulls with twenty to go. I'd love you, to see Maddie have that mm-hmm. role of like coming on, like the role that he had at Sydney, like after. Bobo gets subbed off after 80 minutes and he comes on for 10 minutes and just wreaks havoc. So I reckon that's the role that he might be playing this season. I think, yeah, Ken sort of alluded to that um, last time we caught up with him as well. That Yeah, you know, he's he's might not get as many minutes as he did last season. We, you know, maybe relied on him a little too much last year. Um, but do you guys think that, um, that Oranya is the one to lead the line if he's playing as a solo striker? It's a good uh, I, I remember he liked to drop deep, didn't he? He's sort of yeah. he wants people to run off him. So that would be my concern if we were lining up yeah. with a four-two-three-one. Can he plays as, as a as a lone striker? Yes, if I, we get the reckon? delivery to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does this mean we've got depth then? Because we could um, put Maddie there as a front man, and we could have Aranya there partnering him in that uh, zone with the two there um, without Muller. We could have Aranya and Muller if that is workable. We could have Maddie and Muller. We could have, uh, we've got depth on the right because of the unknown foreigner and Saigonard. We've got depth on the left because of the uh, apparently reconnected Bauman. Um, we've got uh, Dan Hall who can play all the other positions that I haven't mentioned so far. Um, we've got 73 left backs. Um, and, uh, well, I haven't heard much about it, but uh, I expect we'll probably sign prior for the uh, backup goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, look, I've, I've been my agent's been speaking with the club 
for the last few weeks there, and we'll just see how it plays out. Um, they've, they've stipulated that I can't wear my Adam Pierce gloves, uh, which is a real sort of sticking point in the contract. You've got holes in them, don't they? <laughs> actually, the there, there has been a bit of a hole that's sort of come in them, but um, you know, they're actually a decent pitted kit um, that I've got there. So, um, But yeah, if I can't wear those gloves, then... Yeah, I don't know how it's going to play out. But um, I think in the words of, uh, for me, in the words of Mike Bassett, the Mariners will be playing four for fucking two. Orinian, Simon up top, baby, all day. Um, I think it'll be pretty similar to what we saw last year, except Monty's got a bit more tactical flexibility. Great. Maybe. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, uh, Omni on the ccmfans.net forum. Um Again, yeah, he's back on the forum. It's it's great to see him back. Uh, he's asking about our thoughts on the rebrand and any potential alternative venues on the coast. Uh, of course, the rebrand sucks and uh, Plume Park, baby, all day. Does he still listen to the Whitlams? That's what I want to know. Oof, yeah, let us know, Omni. Let us know. Um, yeah, fantastic. Sid Mariner, uh, good, fan, good friend of the show there. Do we know the date of the FFA Cup game against Blacktown City? Uh, yep. But I assume that would be announced soonish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think we're looking about three quarters of the way into October uh, from the whispers that I've heard on the grapevine there. Um, so yeah, hopefully, pretty soon. So does that mean we've got a shot at actually being there? If you've got your shots, then you might have a shot. Oh, <laughs> shots for shot. Yeah, shot, 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 shot. <laughs> Everybody. I've been uh, repeatedly shot, so it's all good. <laughs> I don't get mine to the 27th because I'm waiting the full 12 weeks. So. Oof, uh, if you want to get to the FFA Cup game, see if you can move it forward, maybe about 10 days. Or FFA Oof. Cup, please reschedule to the 28th for Jimmy. Well, yes, that's true, yeah. I mean, nothing's locked in anyway. This is just something that I heard on the grapevine a couple of weeks ago as we've repeated ad nauseum it's a fluid situation so changes day be, by day would it be at lilies yes it will be at lilies well that's yep. that's the plan um cripple on the ccmfans.net forum asks is there another possible visa signing and which mpl players are trialing um i don't know of outside mpl players but i do know who has been training with the first team from our academy players like damien sakenis matthew cahill i believe harry mccarthy's been up there as well um, might see all of them getting some time this year, which I think uh, would be fairly well deserved. I think it's a really good question uh, when we get a chance to talk to Monty, is um, who is sort of you know sneaking their way in because um, I bet it's on his mind. It's uh, every time I talk to Monty, we talk about DNA, we talk about youth, we talk about development um, because he lives and breathes that stuff. So totally expect that there's a list. Scott Mack on the CCM Fans Forum uh, has a couple of questions. What do you guys think of, uh, or what's your desired position? What's our desired position for the next visa signing? And uh, what are our reasons why? Uh, Boise, would you like to go first? If I can count, somebody's holding up 10 fingers. Um, so it may be a number 10. <laughs> is, that, is that what you would want? You would want a number 10? Yeah, I was putting 10 fingers up. I reckon we'll get a number 10. That's what we need for service going forward to Urania. Mm-hmm. Um, playmaker extraordinaire would be good, please. Mm-hmm. Was? Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. I think that that would also, like, uh, no disrespect or don't take it the wrong way, but uh, Muller is not as old as me, but 
not as young as Josh. <laughs> so for that reason, the, for that reason, then I think it's good for us to have uh, plenty of backup, and we probably will have. But um, but I do think that's where we're probably the lightest. Um, I would especially like it if that ten also had a bit of experience playing uh, deeper, um, just to cover that as well. Um, I disagree. I think we want a number 10 that just focuses on being a number 10, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Don't want to dilute it by being, you know, a, a utility player. Do you think Muller is that? I feel like Nizzy can be a utility as well, so if he can play yeah. a couple of different positions. Yeah, Nizzy can definitely play a pass. I think I think um, Muller's a different sort of utility in that he could play as a 9 or a 10, um, and we've seen him play out wide as well. So he's not someone that's going to step into that six or eight role, I don't think. Um, but anywhere in that front third, I think he's pretty capable. Do we think that Cy Goddard is a potential 10 as well? I honestly keep forgetting about him. I don't, I don't Unfortunately. Look, I'm being perfectly honest. I don't know enough about him. Just yeah. seeing um, some of the video, I thought that maybe there were some glimpses of him uh, playing on the inside a bit, but I don't know either because you're right. There's about only about... 45 seconds <laughs> to watch. I think he likes um, to cut in from out wide. I think I think that's sort of how he how he plays. He likes likes to take on a player. Can definitely beat a player, and I I think he definitely likes to cut in, which 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 I think is is why it'd be good if even if Urania wants to come deep, if Goddard and and Kololo, hopefully right, uh, get beyond. I think we're sort of pretty good for our front third. Yeah. And and is it does that mean that um, possibly where we would uh, want, if, if not a 10, is, is a true nine? Um, uh, someone like uh, Alo Kowal springs to mind, a sort of bloke who just stuffs it in the net no matter where he's at. Um, mm. uh, you know. Doing quite well in Stuttgart. Yeah, a little segue yeah, there. He scoring is. goals for fun over there. I, I'd, I'd love a Visa 9, as, as you were alluding to a bit there, Moz. Um, someone who can play with uh, like a perfect foil for Urenia. Um, someone who just scores goals for fun. Uh, obviously, they cost money. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I think the whole Visa 9 thing is it's, it's – I think it's definitely a want for everybody, but is it a need? Because, I mean, we didn't have one last season and we did okay. We did all right, yeah. And we've seen so often that they don't work out as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, at the risk of being howled at by the likes of Pete, then there's something Liverpool-esque about wingers getting on top of, um, uh, you know, false nines, uh, Firmino style, um, comes back and gets in the midfield a bit, similar to Aranya, wingers getting high and getting themselves involved in the direct attack. So it is likeable. Sorry about the Liverpool reference, Pete. Yeah, right. Ah. <laughs> um, and uh, Scott Mack also asks, who are the panel's favourites for making the roster from our academy teams? Uh, and how do we think the MPL side will go this year without Monty? I think the MPL side will go right. I think Monty's Monty's laid a pretty good foundation. I think we've, we've got a number of good players in the 20s as well, as well as who played regularly in the first grade. So I think the foundation he's laid in the last what, two seasons that he's been there, sort of full-time as a head coach, um, has been good. So in terms of players stepping up, I mean, so I kind of feel like we we maybe won't need them this season unless we get hit with a lot of injuries. Like we've seen Dan Hall come up. He signed a contract. Um, you know, we got Lewis Miller, who I think will get a lot more first-team game this season, first-team game time this season. Um, 
yeah, I don't think, I don't, yeah, it's, it's a hard one. I, I don't think we will, I mean, hopefully we won't need too many this season and we can just worry about the MPL and hopefully get bloody promoted. I think we'll see. Um, I think we'll see more of Maxi Ballard. Um, I know Monty oh, yeah. has big raps on him. Um, we might see a bit more of Hatchy. Um, maybe. Um, I think those will probably be the two that we'll see a bit more of. I do think Ballard. It's it's hard for fans because the one time that we gave him a shot, we basically threw him in the deep end mm. and uh, put him up against. Uh, <laughs> well, they turned out to be the best team in the league. And uh, that was tough. And uh, so I, I do think that there is something there. He's, he's been a, you know, solid and consistent player when we've watched him in uh, at NPL level. And uh, he's been groomed in that right direction. He's been groomed for that position by a person who you can't find many more experienced people in that position than the bloke who's grooming him towards that. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, we'll probably get a surprise at how effective he can be. So, so yeah, he's, I'd say he would be the front runner. Um, I reckon one or two um, uh, defenders as also could be uh, potentials, maybe not this year, but in the coming years, because we have seen some uh, good central defenders in that youth side at times. Um, yeah, so I think there is some potential there for sure. Yeah, Gideon Arok is, is one in particular who, um, I uh, pardon the pun, but he is a rock at the back. Like, he's absolutely fantastic. Um, Dan Hall is another one who obviously came through there. Jacob Farrell, the left back um, as well. Very, very good operator there. So um, we might see a bit of them as, as the next few years go by. I think the NPL side is all right in the academy. Uh, the academy side is all right in the NPL. Um, Andrew Christensen has uh, come in from Manly to oversee that. And obviously, Ken will have a big part to play in that as well. Uh, ben 10 asks, can each of you guys have a crack at designing the A-League logo and post them here for people to vote on the best one? Crayons and pencils only. It can't be any worse than what we've got, to be honest. Um, sounds good. Yep, no worries. We'll, we'll all have a go. Yeah, I'll uh, get on Microsoft Paint after this. on the this. Uh, Yellow Army logo. I like Should the Yellow Army logo. Then, just, yeah, no, but just for shits and giggles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, then, yeah. <laughs> Just make the A turn upside down and then put like a little line underneath to make it yep. YA. Yep. Yeah, it works for me. Yep, nice. And Dobby on the CCMfans.net forum asks, any idea how many members have signed up so far this season? Um, yeah, we did have a bit of a chat with uh, Ian, Ian, the membership man, earlier this afternoon, looking at around the sort of 22, 2300 mark at the moment. Obviously, um, with the uncertainty around the home ground, I can understand maybe people's apprehension, for want of a better word, um, for signing up until this point. I think all con- things considered in the midst of a global pandemic uh, with lockdowns, the number that we're at at the moment is not totally horrible. And fits nicely into Plume Park. I can see it now. <laughs> when are we crowdfunding these lights? It's only Clearly. 25%, isn't it? Um, are we capped at five? No, it's going to be uh, it's going to be uh, one person per two or four square meters um, rule for a while there. Man, these rules just keep changing. They keep changing. So yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Because it, it was going to be forced yeah. to sit down as well. You can't catch COVID sitting down, Jimmy. COVID. There we go. Exactly. It's 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 in a song. <laughs> we won't lie to you through um, song. I'll do my Benny Hill routine with security again. <laughs> 
Oh, fantastic. Um, of course, there was a few other questions. F- FFC Mariner, um, Andrew Thurman, of course, um, uh, with another question about moving. Forum Phoenix, I hope we've answered your question about um, the stadium there and P Jennings uh, we have spoken about plume and uh, potentially hiring lights and things like that um, Scott Mack does ask if um, the APL and Paramount have any sort of minimum broadcasting standards for the grounds uh, yes I do do I know what they are not 100% certain not sure if you guys have any sort of further idea on that has anyone watched any of the FFA Cup games yes yeah yeah good quality they uh, they use 5G technology from what I heard yes there are no broadcast trucks. Mm. Was yeah. that injected into the players? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they all got their shots. Exactly. Exactly. No, it's um, yeah, just it's a ma- different broadcasting tech. So it's pretty impressive to see. Yeah, it makes yeah. it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, as you say, no trucks there or just a half truck sort of thing. Um, yeah. for the for the outside broadcast, which is yeah, they're doing they're doing really good things this year. Um, in terms of the the standards that they need, I don't know what sort of lux rating they need and stuff for the lights. So um, maybe come back to you on that one. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Cheers, Jeff. And that will probably do us for this week. Uh, another long one. A lot of uh, lot of questions coming in from our lovely, lovely listeners uh, across the socials there. Thank you once again for submitting those. Um, Jens, it's been a pleasure. Been a pleasure. Miss you. Always. Hopefully um, in person soon, maybe. It was nice to do this one on a uh, on a video conference uh, as opposed to the audio that uh, that I've done for the last couple of ones. Yeah, works better. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to see all your lovely, lovely, beautiful faces. Thank you for listening again, listen. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah. Anything yes, else? We... That's, um, any, anyone got any final words? We do still love you. That sounded so ominous. I didn't mean final <laughs> um, words. In final words. <laughs> if again, if if you. Are struggling mentally, just reach out to your friends and family. 100%. Really important. Or to us, of course. Our DMs are always open. Hopefully we'll uh, we'll be reunited once again soon uh, and we can see not only each other, but uh, all of you as well. Um, that'll do us this week on the Coast Football Ramble. Thank you all once again for tuning in and uh, we love you. See ya. Bye. I'm currently eating sausages. Mm-hmm. Now, I've cooked thousands yeah. of sausages in my life through um, car club and that sort of stuff. I have never come across a sausage that will rock itself in the frying pan. Has oh, anyone really? else seen that? Yeah. yeah. I've never seen that. It's impressive. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it a fair bit. You know, a little bit of a fat volcano, you know, gets it going. <laughs> bit of bubble and squeak. You sound like a man who knows how to handle a sausage there, Moz.